Hello, and welcome back to the RGB Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Blanchard, sitting here solo today because we are flashing back, people, two years exactly to our 2x2 retro review uh, from Season 2. This was Episode 4. And why are we doing that, you may ask? Well, it's because it is Wednesday, April 5th, which means it is the release day of Super Mario Brothers. But as any good video game movie fan will know, this is not the first time they have attempted to adapt the classic video game uh, for the big screen, and uh, certainly probably will not be the last. But yeah, I thought it would be fun to flash back to the uh, the 90s kit classic starring one Mr. Johnny Legs and the indelible Bob Hoskins as the titular Super Mario Brothers as they uh, venture into the, the, the Koopa Kingdom uh, to do battle with Mr. Dennis Hopper. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, a nostalgic ride for Gavin and I, and uh, something you should all be aware of. We're not going to go with Michael Clayton. We're going to start with We're Super Mario. We're starting with Super Mario Brothers. Where are we? <laughs> I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. They're brothers. They're plumbers. Oh no! Mario! Luigi! They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! That gives anyone who possesses it the power to rule the universe. Get me the rock! Come and get it, lizard breath! They must rescue the princess. Luigi! Alien species escaping. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you all right? Before time runs out. Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. You know, on our previous episode, we talked about Mortal Kombat. Yes. Excuse me. I'm not going to do the voice because they didn't do the voice. No, I don't know if we didn't. talked about that, but they totally screwed the pooch on that one. That was yeah. a really missed opportunity. Anyways, so we just talked about like basically where video game adaptations are. So it's it's nice to now... See where they Jump all started. And see where it all started. Right. And I real, I really was flabbergasted, like confirming that fact. I was like, real. This was the first one. I was like, in the wake of like Star Wars and all of that in the late seventies, nobody made a Defender game mm-hmm. or Defender movie, rather. Like nobody adapted Space Invaders or Missile Command or anything like that. Like in the early eighties, it was just. I was surprised. Yeah. I was very surprised. Because you forget that Tron is its own thing, and they made a right. game from Tron. Tron wasn't like a pre-Tron 
existing the existing entity. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. some of the things I want to hit, we can talk about this however you want to. We don't yeah. have to go beat by beat. Whatever, it's your pick. We'll approach it how you'd like to. But the one or two things I do want to cover that we didn't really talk about in relation to Mortal Kombat, but we can talk about more broadly. What's your favorite video game adaptation okay. as a movie? And then one video game that you want to be adapted, and you can give me your Dreamcast director, whatever. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and we can talk about some of the bad ones too, but I figured let's talk about the positives. Yeah, we Because can. hot take coming off of this rewatch, I think Super Mario Brothers is fucking great. It's a fucking I think classic. It, I, I was fully prepared on this rewatch to be like, all right, I got to begrudgingly be like, the rose-colored glasses of childhood and nostalgia yeah. for John Leguizamo. And I, I started to say in his prime, but no, he's he's still in his prime as far as I'm concerned. Right. This uh, is like baby Leguizamo. The great Bob Hoskins, who I didn't probably as a kid didn't even connect. Like, that's just fucking just me. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, what's, it, what's his name in Roger Rabbit? We, we were we were big Roger we Rabbit We were kids. not. That's, you know, and I, I, I feel like that. I don't know why exactly. I, I feel like I would have been terrified of Christopher Lloyd if we watched oh, it like, God, when yes. I was a kid. Probably actively avoided it. Because, like, I was scared of him and Dennis the Menace. I bet they don't even lock their doors. Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. Please don't ever make me watch that one. No. It, it's on, like, Netflix and no. HBO. No, sir. But I have not revisited it in quite some time. Because yeah, no, he's, not, he's scared. scared. He the train sca- <laughs> Yes. For, it, yeah. And it's one of those, like, it's so scary and that it's because it's in this PG-13 movie that's, like, supposed to be light and fun. It's Walter Matthau. Right. I mean, come on. And it's like he's he's eating cans of beans with a switchblade. It's very intense. He's a very hobo-ish. Okay. It's just, it's wild. But we're not talking about Christopher Lloyd. No. We got there through the great Bob Hoskins. Yes. Maybe eventually I'd like to, I'd like to make him the, one of the patron saints. Of two by two retro reviews, we've done two so far. This mm-hmm. will be our second one. We still got to do Mona Lisa at some point, uh, and there there's plenty of other ones that he might pop up in that would be fun to do. Remember Unleashed? Oh yeah, <laughs> with Danny the Dog. Yeah, just saying. That. Passes the ten year rule if you want to yeah. throw it in there. I haven't thought about that movie literally until tonight in about a decade. <laughs> haven't seen it. Never saw it. I know, I never caught it. I wasn't a Jet Li guy. I'm shocked. I th- that's produced by, I don't want to call him your boy, but that's a Besson produced joint, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just assumed you saw it. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I knew the picture. Maybe Morgan Freeman's in it. I get it. We're getting way off track. I do want to talk about Super Mario Brothers. Okay. I do. Okay. But yeah, I was fully prepared to be like, okay, yeah, doesn't really hold up. Right. And I had the exact opposite reaction. I had a total blast with it. I remembered all the beats, but it had been just long enough that, like... You kind of discovered them again. Like, they, th- as they're happening, you're like, oh, okay, I know how mm-hmm. to finish this line. And I guess the thing I didn't have perspective on as a kid is, like... And I feel like still nobody appreciated it at the time. They just trashed it. This is like, like if you let Terry Gilliam direct a video game movie essentially and i'm not like a crazy terry gilliam fan but it it oddly works this like really funky aesthetic i i funky even i don't know how to describe the aesthetic of this movie other than gilliam-esque that's the closest thing i can compare it to is stuff like 
Twelve Monkeys or the Fisher King. Or... Which, Twelve Monkeys came out after this, right? Yes. You think he I'm saw more... this and was like... No, I'm more thinking color palette and stuff of, like, Fisher King and some of the, like, crazy just angles and, and choices yeah. in general. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's arguably, yes, an odd fit. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot made of, like, well, it just, like, it has no connection with the video game. I don't know what kind of, like, cohesive narrative they thought they were ever going to apply to Super Mario Brothers. I mean, apparently there was a script that was faithful, faithful to the game. I don't understand what that would mean in a live-action context. I don't know how you execute that without it just... I mean, it's an art film, I would assume. Yes. Which this, in a weird way, is grafted onto like a supposed like summer blockbuster right sort of setup um i mean could you could you tell now watching it as an adult that possibly bob hoskins didn't know what movie he was in as he as famously stated that he didn't know what super mario brothers was until his kid and i had i had had that in mind the whole thing of like they were just blasted drunk him and leguizamo like everybody was checked out they were like this is a turd and i'm like it doesn't have that energy. No, at it all. doesn't. They're like totally in it. Yeah. They're like, they're turning it on. That's what an actor They're giving is. 110%. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's fucking Dennis Hopper is in this movie, like acting his ass off mm-hmm. and rewatching this with Veronica. She'd seen it as a kid and she uh-huh. like barely remembered anything from it. But as soon as Dennis Hopper showed up, she's like, fucking, is that mommy? <laughs> that's what she always yes. says from Blue Velvet. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking Frank Booth is King Koopa in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and bringing a bit of that energy. Definitely. On every level. The secret, And again, I will agree from the jump. We, like, we should not have loved this as much as we did as kids. Right. This, the fact that some of this material was in a quote-unquote children's movie. Right. Is baffling truly baffling but it's also of the most cynical era or decade in our era yes the 90s and it's like yeah look at super mario brothers it's pg-13 it's dark as hell yes um we're gonna get dennis hopper to play the villain uh so many bizarre choices but i love every single one of them oh and i so i just want to state that from the top i I love this, so it's a, I, I wanted to come back and like give it an honest reassessment and say, okay, here's what works and doesn't work about it. I know it is regarded as one of the worst movies ever made and kind of like set the trajectory for what a video game movie was going to be, which is a lot of like bizarre choices in how you adapt right. something that, in the case of Super Mario Brothers, fundamentally should never be adapted to right. live action. It makes no sense yeah it doesn't lend itself whatsoever yes but i think when you get to something like we talked about the other day with mortal Kombat, when you get to something that like truly lends itself at like it's not hard i mean again that's people who have taken like kung fu and and you know martial arts action movies and decided let's make us a game about it kind of lends itself for someone to come along and say oh i'll make that movie because it lends itself to that i think for what they did you know Able to pull off in the '90s with the you know, it was what forty eight million dollars. What's that like? I mean, double today. Yeah, and I know so. that's part of it too. Is like, oh, it was oh, the budget budget was overblown. 
it tanked. It didn't do right. well because it's like people show up and they're like, this? But again, I challenge you. What were you expecting? Exactly. When you heard Super Mario Brothers, the movie, to me it should be an open... In the same way, oddly, that like we talked about with Mortal Kombat, I came into that and I'm like, well, there is no established canon. They change the canon of that series all the time. Mm-hmm. There's time travel. There's people coming back from the dead. There's people who like morph into other characters. There's all sorts of weird shit. So I come to a movie and I'm like, okay, it's up to you guys to pick your choice bits from this right. pre-existing lore or just put a nice shell around the core of this gameplay right. and like give us enough narrative to, to thread it through. And I thought they did a very good job of that. In the case of Super Mario Brothers, you know... They're plumbers. And you know what? They're plumbers. Yeah. In this movie. Very competitive plumbers. Always. It's the Scapelli brothers, right? The Scapellis are always outbidding them for the job. Right. Which Sc- Scapelli. showing up early. Scapelli's not the in the game. Of the, yeah. I love the idea of the competitive. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. And it's Scapelli, I guess, is like low level mobster, essentially. That's what it That's seems. Subtext. They certainly they paint him in that light for a 90s character. And not that we have to go in order, but I forgot as well. This movie opens with like narration and animation about the dinosaurs. Yes, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's like a but then a giant meteor occurred. But then something happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's a giant that York, meteor. That New York accent just like. But what if they didn't go? Better. What if they didn't go away? What if the meteor transformed them to another yeah, alternate like, oh, dimension? Oh shit! Hard left turn. <laughs> you're okay. like. Okay, I, I as can, a kid, you're like fully on board. Yeah, yeah, I could totally dig that. All right, let's let's go. Do you think, in looking through like the ID, IMDb trivia, that like if we got any of the deleted scenes, it would have made the movie any better than it is? Because I will argue the only thing I would have appreciated would have been to see Dennis Hopper walking around New York and be like, hmm, yeah, and that's like why New York is looks like right. uh, Koopaville or whatever the hell you call it is like, you know, that. I, I think that would have made it just a tad bit better. But I also like not revealing Dennis Hopper until the very last minute. You absolutely have to. I can appreciate right. that as well. You know? Yeah. But you could still do like him standing on a street corner looking up and just the back of his head and be like, what is up with this dude's hair or head? Whatever the hell is going on here? Like, what are we doing? Uh, we have the baby being left. Yes. With the meteorite piece. A type of sequence I feel like I've seen in like a billion movies, but I'm like, I think it's just this one in my head. Right. Because it's this weird like egg eggshell contraption yes. thing. And yeah, and this is all over the opening credits. And I, I'm like, yeah, I feel like anybody sitting down in the theater on Friday opening weekend is just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Where is this going? And then very quickly... We're into the world of the Mario Brothers. We have yet to do a Leguizamo picture. We've talked about him quite a bit, though. As kids, I feel like he, we, as far as we were concerned, he was in the same echelon of, like, Tom Cruise or something. I, you know what I, I... Oh, no, he was like a Jim Carrey or a... From a comedic standpoint, yes. but also I remember thinking, like, but he's a, he's like an actor. Like, he can do whatever. No, what, what John Leguizamo killed Lee Strausberg. His acting was so <laughs> beautiful. Lee Strausberg died while working with him. He says it all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I love the story. Yeah, I don't know. He's been on several things recently, and the Mario question does get brought up. And he does talk about fondly about, like, drinking profusely with Bob Hoskins and how, like, you know, the whole accident with his hand and he went into this Cockney tirade and all that. It's like, oh, Again, shit. I, I did not do much research into, like, the casting decisions, et cetera, yeah. but the, the instinct to cast Bob Hoskins as, as Mario Mario. <laughs> right. Luigi, Luigi? I don't no, know. No, Luigi who... Mario. <laughs> I don't know what genius gifted us with that decision, but it, it just works for me, baby. Who else, Think of anyone else in that time that you would want. The only other person that I would say... I'm in Spain. You remember that? We, Veronica and I, rewound that scene. Mm-hmm. No joke. Like seven times to try and figure out what the fuck is he saying? It's somewhere in your text messages. I sent yeah. you screen caps because there are times when his Bob Hoskins reaching for the New York accent just gets a little out of control. But it's a beautiful thing to behold, and I am totally here for it. Do you want to talk about Samantha Mathis for like 20 minutes? What else do I know about some? Where where else do I know Samantha Mathis from Dude, besides this movie? I was thinking about that the other day, like... I, I feel got, like she was I everywhere, got, I got but, few, but I also here, can't think of another here's one. The, here's the OG for a lot of people. Okay. Not my generation, because it's too early 90s, and I didn't catch up with it till way late. Pump up the volume, first okay. of all. Yeah. Broken Arrow. A little more that's high profile. That's what I'm thinking of. With that's, Christian Slater yes. once again. I want to say they were involved at some for, point. I, they, I feel like they had to be. I feel like everybody dated Christian Slater. And then why, they moved on. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not? Yeah, why would you? And not? then I mean, uh, the main thing is uh, she's Courtney in American Psycho. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. I knew there was something I was forgetting, and I just watched Broken Arrow, so I guess that just kind of slipped my mind. Like, oh yeah, I just saw her in that. But that makes, yeah, okay. Yes. I forgot about American Psycho. Uh, I just she she's great. Perfect. I yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's an odd role. It is being a half. She's she's half dinosaur, right? right. Essentially, mm-hmm. but just like I mean, like she's birthed here. from an egg. But I guess because she stayed here, yeah. And I, let's not. You know what? Let's try and not get sucked into the logic holes of this movie. Because okay. Fair I think enough. they're innumerable, and you know we could be here all day. But she's working the dig site. She's got to deal with the crooked. Excuse me. Go ahead. Hey, the name's Mario. I'm your main man. You ram a dam. You can't spam. I'm your main man. You ram a dam. You can't spam. Excuse me. Will you hit me again? I never have seen such fluidity. The way your knuckles crunched. I just smashed them into my face. <laughs> Dance with me. I'll hit you all you like. Big. She is credited as Bertha. Yeah, Big like, Bertha. Big Bertha. I love it. She, uh. That was an experience. That was. For me as a child. Because I'll be honest oddly, with you. I, I didn't know how I was I did not know I she made me feel a lot of feelings. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Um yes. It just <laughs> what a perfect pairing. Because I feel like there's this weird like maybe it doesn't happen in movies, but I see it in real life where there are these kind of like New York greaseball guys with mustaches and they are always with beautiful like Big black woman. black woman. Yes, and it just it makes me smile. I'm just like, yeah, you get it. You know what <laughs> you I'm go talking Mario about. And go Mario. Go Mario. <laughs> okay. So, 
Daisy. She's working the site. She's a an archaeologist by tra- she's a no pa- she's a paleontologist a what she's a student she's an ontologist of some kind yeah paleontologist she's running the dig site though. but she's university student they found these dinosaur bones in yes. New York all right the and dinosaurs the Sco- in New York the Scapellis take it easy Luigi there were Dodgers here too <laughs> <laughs> just taking pot shots at the Dodgers I love it yeah um excuse me the Scapellis are you know giving her a hard time. They might mm-hmm. come down to the site and cause some trouble. Uh, they do, in fact, send some goons down, cause some trouble. She's... Well, this happens later, excuse me. They go to dinner. She explains when, like when she's a vegetarian. When did they meet the phone, though? She's basically what, walking up to use the payphone to be like, to we need to get some security. Get security down there. Mario yes. and Luigi have already been like snubbed by Scapelli, which apparently there's a deleted scene where they like confront the guys at the store like, hey, what the hell? Um... We have this meet cute between yes. the two of them. It works, whatever. Anyways, they go to dinner later. We get a little hey, bit hey, of her hey. bizarre backstory. Hey, I heard your name's Daisy. It's a very beautiful name. Not like I hang out in flower shops or nothing. Like he okay. just he has to <laughs> be like immediately undercuts I, himself. Yes, yes, it's like hey, I, I I'm sensitive, but like I'm not like I'm not that like, not I, like I, I like you. Sensitive, I you like you. Like, you're, <laughs> you know. you're cute. I would I would like to take you out. What my brother is saying is we have a van, and if you would like to, we can give you a ride. <laughs> it's like okay. Yes. Um, I love that he keeps talking about Papa and family, and it's like, this is it for you. Like, unless you go on this magical adventure and save the world from whatever the hell's going to happen if that rock goes back in the little place, you got a whole life of just being in shit, dealing with plumbing problems. What are you going to do? Yeah. So. Okay. Things escalate. Um, there's, there's two guys coming to kidnap her. One of them who was Fisher Stevens, which oh, I yes. fucking love. And the other is Richard Edison. Yes. From, uh, mainly I know him from Spike Lee movies. Right. Do the right thing. He's the one who's not John Turturro. Yes, the other one. I yes. know who you're talking about. Um, and Fisher Steve- Stevens, 90s icon. Is that fair yeah. enough to say? I don't know. I don't know I if mean, people feel that way. But I mean, between this and Hackers. I mean, I think some people go short circuit, but I can... That's 80s, but most people probably want to forget that one. I think he wants to forget that one. Probably, yeah. Probably wants to... I wonder if it's on the old resume. I wonder. Does he have a resume? He's Fisher Stevens. You know, he's just getting the call. He gets the call regardless. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, if there's anybody that needs to have that New York accent, that weird, like, like, in his voice with the hair, or like, and just that beautiful complexion, you call Fisher Stevens first, and if he doesn't answer, you move on. But you leave him a message. Hey, I'm moving on, but call me back if you're interested. Yes. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yes. So these two bumbling idiots, Iggy and Spike. The Super the Koopa Super Cousins. Koopa Cousins. <laughs> I demand the secret. Hashtag release <laughs> the Super Koopa Cousins. Uh, I just love that like they established that where they live and where Scapelli is, or where their job is, is, is a bit of a ways away. And then that the dig site is further than that. But when they're like, what do we do? He's like, I know. And he's like, his instinct is, I know what to do to fix this. I'm a, right. like, you're a plumber, right? He's like, I, yeah, I know exactly what to do. Smash cut Mario, Scapelli's flooding the site. And he just, he's in his underwear, Noah. He's in a white t-shirt and boxers. They run all the way back. There. How do they, yeah, they get all, well, no, they take the truck or whatever. No, or no, he took the van home. You're right. They and run all the way. What, excuse me. This is what I mean by 110% committed. He gets that hero shot. He straps on that belt. Strap on you. Strap on your belt, kid. We're going in. We're going in. And you're just like, dude, he's in it. Yeah. The gravitas is there. 
Oskin spent three weeks being ready to go on this adventure. (laughs) Did he seriously? No, I have no idea. I'm not going to sully that man's research. (laughs) Seriously. He went and worked with he New might York have plumbers did, for three He might have done a few ride-alongs. You He's never know. He's straight-up method, dude. Yeah. Why do you think he was blasted the whole time? That's what Mario is. That's what the star power is. That's the joy juice, baby. That's yeah. how he becomes invincible. Exactly. Runs real fast. Mm-hmm. They don't really do the star in this movie, do they? They don't. They, they got really the have... bomb. They got the fungus. They got yeah. the mushroom, you know. They got some approximations. Anyways, before you know it, everybody goes through a portal. I gotta be honest. I thought this was going to look like dog shit. I thought that there's yeah. no way this transition sequence oh, no, ages not. well. It looks okay. Yeah. It looks pretty good. I saw there's a 4K restoration of this movie available now. What? Yeah. We obviously have like a shitty DVD, but yeah, a, yeah there's a 4K out there somewhere. Somebody did it. Yeah. Thank you. If you're feeling uh, generous, the email is thearchivy at gmail.com. Go ahead and email us for our deets and you can just send it to us on Amazon. We appreciate it. Thanks. Um, yeah, I yeah. second that. Yeah, she just put a wish list up. Like, hey, if you're fi- if you're feeling fancy, you know, yeah. you don't want to donate to Patreon or anything, just you know, here you go. Yeah, I was sure. I was thoroughly. You know it, we're we're into the magical mushroom game. I love that he gets. <laughs> this can't be Manhattan. <laughs> I mean, I lived in Brooklyn for thirty years. <laughs> in this, oh, in I don't this... come uptown a lot. I don't know what's going. <laughs> I love it. In this montage, when they first get in there, there's. <laughs> There's a random person. They're just seeing all this chaos. It's like, this is, this looks like fucking Mad Max. Do they say? I thought they made a Mad Max reference at some point. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I'm losing it. But they're looking around. They're just kind of soaking it all in, right? Somebody is on a bike. And to, like, illustrate the chaos of, like, what this city is, he's on a bike and he just, like, is barreling really <laughs> fast. He's straight to a railing. Flies over. That's it. Like, Nothing. just... With no context whatsoever. He's not running from anything. Nope. He just, like... He's that crazy. Yeah. You boys have a gun? <laughs> you better get one. Oh, my God. Dude, that scared me when I, I was a kid. I need Koopa coins. Like, oh, my God. This sweet old lady. What happened? Yeah. Worse, not as bad. Early, expo- early exposure. Th- this combined with Home Alone. I was going to say, not as York. bad as Home Alone. Much better in here, kid. Yeah. Combined with that, whoa, baby. Yeah. I, I thought New York was terrifying as a child no in the 90s in the 90s new york was terrifying yes we aren't that far away from like porn shops and i hadn't even discovered the the 70s cinema i was just basing this on the depictions of the early 90s kids films (laughs) again children's films where they're like we're fucking new york (laughs) what's that it's the city don't ever go over there yeah um they get oh toad Gets arrested for, for singing, singing a an anti koopa song. song. Love it, dude. Yes. Love it. And they're defending this guy because they're our heroes. They're good guys. They're st- they're like, hey, you cops, can't arrest a man can't... for singing a song. What yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah. I love whenever Bob Hoskins gets worked up into a frenzy about something. It's probably my favorite. It's great. The whole the whole like their names Mario Mario Luigi Mario going through the police thing or they get their they get the guns pointed at them. It's like sniper rifles and they're just. And they take their yeah, photos like, and they shit. Think they're about to be killed. It's right. So funny. I, again, all these bits work for me. They're in the jail cell, and they have this little interplay with Toad, which Toad's MVP. Yes. But I'll, we'll get to the secret weapon of this movie, and I think you might agree with me. Okay. The stealth best performance in the movie, the character that has stuck with me since childhood. Maybe we'll just talk about it right now, dude. Fucking Fiona Shaw. Oh yeah. Who I don't. 
And see, that's the thing. If you're going to this and you're a Mario fan, you're like, well, wait, what is this woman supposed to be? Is she? That's what I'm saying. They put this woman. They put this weird, jealous, jilted lover subplot slash rep velociraptor. Yes. Yeah. But they put that on her and Koopa's relationship. Does not need to be in here in this movie. But again, stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Like it. A lot of, I gotta be honest, we'll just put it on the table. A lot of weird sexual energy in this yes. movie, considering it's ostensibly for kids. Like with her being in the mud, they're being in a mud bath. The mud as bath. The, yes. The crystal, her cleavage. Yes. Bertha's over here with Mario. I'm like, she's you know pretty all interesting the, as well. In the club you got scene? Samantha Mathis in the middle of it, and I just, I don't know what to do with myself, yes. frankly, as a child. I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. Luckily, you didn't know what that was. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if that's how you figured out what masturbating was? From Mario Brothers, <laughs> would have been weird. Would have been weird. Did you know that all the all the people in the club scene they're all they're all strippers? Did not know that. <laughs> Leguizamo authenticity, said, I suppose. No, Leguizamo said they hired all strippers to come in there, and they were just not having it because they kept wanting to like dance and take clothes off. And they're like, he was like, me and the crew, like no one in the crew cared, but we're like, guys, this is a, this is a PG thirteen movie, like you gotta gotta keep. That's why if you look in the background, there's a lot of like scantily clad women. Yeah, they're all strippers from like the city that they they hired Dude, to come be I, in this club scene. I don't know what this I, something about this '90s art direction and like the the costume choices in general. This, I don't know, dude. It scratches an itch of some kind, and I'm like, what? What other things have this like aesthetic that I'm thinking of? And it's this is gonna sound weird, but like. The way people are dressed at, like, the party in blank check that he throws at the end. Yes. Some of the wild dresses on, like, the the partygoers and even, like, his white suit with crazy pattern that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this just very, like, we're out of the 80s. But we're not we done with it we, yet. We it's a hangover. We like, yeah, we know we like color. We like Tommy Hilfiger. We like Hugo so Boss. We like... We just like a lot of it, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's the, the instinct. Yeah. But then, visually, the movie is very... Not drab, but dark. It's subterranean. Dark. It is subterranean. Imagine has, getting that art direction. That Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles energy. The right. first one. Right. The, half the movie felt like keep them in darkness because we don't know if the uh, animatronics are going to work. If the right. effects are going to work. Right. And again, we're we're about to get into the transformation. See, I guess we need to talk about the introduction of Hopper, though. Right. If we're kind of going semi chronologically. Right. They do this weird fake out where it's like. Well, we know he's the bad guy. Right. We know why he's there. Exactly. But they, they keep this ruse up for all of like a two-minute scene. Which I don't understand because for him to reveal. there's shots of like Koopa all around yes. the city they're looking at. To when they see him, they don't think, it's like, you're the guy, oh, you're the Koopa guy. Like, what? Yeah, you don't get a lawyer in... in uh, Gotta be Dino. honest, watching a lot of Hopper recently. Dino Hatton? Been on a nice, nice little kick. Did Speed recently, uh-huh. and just scrolled through recently and saw that Waterworld is leaving Netflix soon. Gotta watch it. <laughs> and I was like, I think that needs to be done. But Veronica's like looking at the picture, which the image on Netflix right now is him with the the eye patch and the like, you know, baked sun, bald head, and everything. And she's like, "Is that mommy?" It's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's him. That's him again." She's like, "Is he a bad guy in it?" I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Is he crazy as hell?" And I was like, "Yep." And she was like. Did he ever play anybody normal? I was like, he did at one point back in the day. I was like, his 90s, though. Um, no, don't bet on it. Nope. 
you're you're hiring for the the crazy hopper energy. Right. You're He's, hiring for third act of apocalypse now. You're not hiring for Hoosiers. Right. I'm just saying. Which is and like I feel like in the early nineties, Walken is looking at him like, huh, okay. And then by the end of the nineties, it's like Christopher Walken's like, I see what he's doing there. He's 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 got that wild, crazy big dick energy. I'm doing this. And then you get Christopher Walken just being, you know, not wild and crazy like that, but just being himself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't look at Dennis Hopper from any other performance in Super Mario Brothers, but I know like, well, that's just Dennis Hopper being Dennis Hopper. He read this thing and was like, my, my, my kid's got to eat. Sure, I'll do it. Because right. like, I don't know if you saw in your research either. He explained that his kid was like, you know, why did you, you know, you, you played a pretty bad guy in that movie. Like, why, why did you even do the Super Mario Brothers movie? He's like, well, I did this so you could have shoes. And this kid was like, I don't need shoes that much. <laughs> like, I don't. It's okay. I don't need them that much, man. Right. Why would you do this? But again, it's it's one of those things that if that's the mindset. And he says, like, I was hired for seven weeks. I was down there 16 weeks. It was a mess. It was over budget. If that's where you're at, it does not show in the final product. It, it you really make me doesn't. feel like they you live this. They don't feel like they were miserable. They no. don't feel like they were checked out. Nobody does in the cast. But I'm again, like, that's what booze does to you. Well, and that's what I'm saying, dude. Is I, I I would love to. This is maybe one of those sets where it's like, dude, if you could be a fly on the wall, maybe that's of the course. one to pick. Because I'm just so curious, like. Are we seeing, like, the 97th take of, like, a crazy, like, dictatorial director who's just like, do it until it's perfect. It's a husband or, and wife duo, I and they never talk well. to yeah. each other. Yes, that, uh, yeah. Again, I, so, I uncovered a, uh, an old Entertainment Tonight clip where Bob Hoskins was like. Were they, they were the Max Headroom people, is that I right? I believe so, yeah. That's what their prior credits I think so. Were. But yeah. the, the E.T. clip I, I looked up on YouTube was basically Bob Hoskins being like, you know, I basically was like, it did my own stunts. Like I kind of talked myself into the, into this and into that. And I wound up doing everything on set because I wanted to be like, I wanted to do it and I shouldn't have, I got really banged up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, you know, he's like, Oh yeah, he hurt his hand. And he's like, I'm from the streets, but like, I can't do what he does. And he's doing backflips, all the stuff. I never had to do backflips before. I just, <laughs> you know, but I really, Bob Hoskins is amazing. Like just, Watch a baby Lucas Zamba with just a baby little mustache. Mm-hmm. It's it was great, dude. Where I mean, they go, they escape. They got to or the excuse alien. me, there's the devolve chamber sequence right. and everything, where they turn Toad the, into a Toad. Yes, essentially. And as soon as he popped up, Veronica was like, "Oh, I remember now." <laughs> she was like, "This is the best part of the movie." Like this guy, she's like, "Honestly, you you could leave all that other stuff." She was like, "That guy." It's so cute, like <laughs> that that version of Toad. And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I forgot." He gets the harmonica mm-hmm. later on, like, dude, yeah, so awesome. That's one of the things that, like, but that should not work for a kid. This is giant, towering, scaly-headed dinosaur man with a weird, crazy, like, smile and teeth. But somehow, I was like, "He's cute as hell. He's a fun guy. I want to yeah. hang out with him." He's got a harmonica. You know what I'm saying, like, you know. Yeah, look at him giving Daisy food. Like he 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 brings her the nice so again, food. Very interesting choice to make them enormously tall with tiny heads. Of course, because they're like big-headed mushrooms with tiny feet in the video game, and he's not going to stomp on them. They can't do that. Right. So what's more intimidating? They used to be dinosaurs. Now they're humans. We de-evolve them back to dinosaurs. They'll just be the Goombas. That's that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, makes. 
makes as much sense as if you were like, and Koopa, who should be Bowser, waves his magic wand and creates all of these things. Right. Like, you know. I, the, the, I love the escape. I love the... Ba- the yeah, ba- they get out. They, somehow they end up in the desert. But the, the, the We haven't really talked about the fungus. Trust the fungus. Trust the fungus, yes. Hashtag trust the fungus. Right. It's helping them out the whole time. Secretly. Didn't realize this until this watch. Fucking Lance Hendrickson? Yeah, Is you did. Yes, you did. I never... The king. He's the king. Did not know he was the king. Yeah. Until I watched it this time and I was doing my, my very... I, short comb through research. you would think that if this had the backing of nintendo they would have called koopa bowser and they would have just made lance herkinson king koopa right. the good guy right because i don't remember I, I i don't remember there being a ton of text he was referred to as bowser in super mario brothers right or was it koopa? i'm pretty sure but don't I, quote me on yeah. any of this i have no idea we owned a snes and we've owned a, a cube Snes, cube, and a Wii, and, a and that's pretty switch. much where where it, you have a switch and a sixty four, obviously. Yeah, oh, of course, a sixty four. Yeah, how dare I? I mean, that's. I mean, as much as I love the old school Mario's, because we had the the collection. Oh yeah, Super, Super Mario All Stars. Yeah. Um. By far, sixty four was the thing I spent the most time. Of with. course, I mean that was incredible. Of course, didn't they have like a remake of it out now, to, or some? I think so. some updated version. I don't know. I kind of want to get a Switch just to play a Mario game because it's been so long. It's fun, and they're they're perfection. They're just yeah. like pixel perfect. I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I think um, they've all been updated on their like Nintendo has that store you can just download whatever from right. emulator or whatever. Maybe I'll get a Switch because you know that PS 5s looking elusive, further, very elusive. further away. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, the escape's fun. Um, there's some castle hijinks. There's the reveal of, like, they've been kidnapping all these women, which has been set up earlier. Daisy's one of them. They've been trying to It's find. all just because, no, it's just because Spike and Iki are just dumb. Right, because they, they can't they, find the right Yeah, they just can't find them. Yes. And instead of being, because here's the thing. If you just, oh, you're not her? Okay, if, they, if you just shove her back through the portal and, like, this happened, no one's going to believe you. Right. But if you leave them there in this universe, eventually it's going to become enough of a problem that people are going to be like, all right, we need to like figure out what's going on. And if it wasn't for, you know, these two plumbers, you know, going above and beyond the call of duty, all they had to do was just come down there and just, you know, turn back that rent. I love when he's asking him for tools (laughs) and he pulls him (laughs) up and then, you know, they get hit over the head by Iggy and Spike and Daisy, you know, they wake up and Daisy's long gone. If it wasn't for the intervention of those two, who knows how many women would have wound up in this alternate dimension? To the point that we we do forget to tell you, they do kidnap Mario's girlfriend. Of course, so they do. We gotta have double stakes. Well, that, but also then you get the whole like you gotta rescue, you gotta storm the castle and like rescue the princess. Exactly. But they both get princesses. He he just gets Daniela his girl back. Yeah, because Luigi gets that. I assume was the other complaint at the time, which is just like, why is Luigi like the the young strapping like hero who gets a love interest and mario's like his older brother and it's like who can who gives a shit right like, were you so tied to the continuity of princess peach and like all of this yes. stuff i'm just like guys what are we talking about at right. this at this point when this movie was made exactly like, i just where are you where what are you doing what are you thinking yes like and i and that's the thing but i get at the and that's my thing is like from an outsider perspective, if I came in being like skeptical of video game movies, 
I feel like as a critic, I probably would have been impressed by the sheer creativity of it. What a weird fucking movie. What a weird concept. Yeah. And like, it kind of hangs together and is fun. But I get also if it's, you're like, you have this pre-programmed thing of like, video games, those are for kids. This is a kid's movie. And then you see this, you're just like, does not compute. What did they do here? It's automatically trash. It's bad. But think about how, the amount of nostalgia that came out when we put this up as your pick. This was the runaway winner. Everybody voted for Super Mario Brothers. And some people even point out, they're like, it doesn't get talked about enough. And I think they meant it in a positive. It constantly gets brought up on bad movie podcasts. Right. And it's easy to have fun with, like, poking holes in all of this. But I just, like, I think it's actually a super creative movie that manages to hang together, has a pretty coherent three-act structure, has some... It doesn't have any like grander themes in it other than the core that unites us on all of these nostalgic picks at some level. It's about brothers. Yeah. It's about fucking brothers working together. Yeah. And being there for each other. And and unlike, and, and, what, and, and unlike the tropes of today, they never have a fallout. They never have a fight. They never sleep with each other's wives. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but like there's no that there's maybe like one scene where they're arguing a little bit. But they never get split up. They, they get, don't even really have that in this movie. No. There's no... There's no... They argue about what... Should we get the tunnel? Like, they do the fake out with the... Take the parkway. Perfect, perfect. What? It's like, I knew if I said the parkway, you'd choose the tunnel. <laughs> you know? So, like, there's... And it's like Bob Hoskins being I like... I good feeling about this. Movie. I just... I, like was Alamo. But it's Bob Hoskins being like, this is fucking bad shit. This is a bad shit Alice of Wonderland trip we're on. What are we doing here? And Link was almost like, dude, just go with it. The fungus is trying to help us. We get get your girl. Like they don't even know his girls in there. It's like we just right. we get Daisy. We get out of here. They know they need the rock. They end up in the club. There's the whole Bertha sequence. We got the the heel clicker boots. Oh yes. Um, which are, those are kind of like the you know this is a power up. You know, yeah. You guys can kind of fly. Now you can jump like you're supposed to stuff. in this game. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it kind. It kind of works, guys. Culmin- I'm culminating, just Noah. It culminating. Works here. If you want to argue, this is just a big, big, big commercial for the Super Nintendo Super Scope. Because that is all that is. Oh, 100%. That, the I Super forgot. Scope that they come I, out with at the last little bit. You, dude. I completely forgot that De-evolution they guns. that into yes. the third act of this the, movie. Those are the de evolution guns. Yes. And they hit that. that <laughs> advanced. <laughs> Yeah, they, you know, so, and, the, you know, they, we, we forgot about, like, the, um, oh, what is it? What is it? Is it Mario on the, on the sliders of Luigi? Who takes them on the mattress? And, like, they freeze the tunnel or whatever. They freeze the shit, and then, like, they break them open. It's, it's Mario. It's all of them on the thing, or is it just? I think it's all of them, I thought. I thought it was all of them are, like, you know, either. Or it's two separate mattress. I forget. I thought maybe, and it's bad because I literally just watched it like a week ago. I thought like Daisy and, and Leguizamo were somewhere else and Mario went to go get Daniela. And like they're being, it's like they come in to save the day because like they burst through the grate with all the girls on there. Yes. You know, he, he sticks the wrench in to fuck the, the Goombas up that are following them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who wouldn't want to get up there? If, right. this, before- if this movie was a hundred million dollar winner, I guarantee you. The giant frozen chute with a mattress is a ride somewhere. It oh, has to be. Yeah. You know? For sure. 
And I, I thought that was so cool yeah. when I was a kid, for sure. Of course. They have the moment as well when it's... I love that they stop in the midst of like what seems like a climax that's ramping up and it's like, we got a ticking clock sort of situation going here. I love that they're like, we're going to do it like Mario's. Yes. And I guess that apparently means in uniform. Uh, yeah. So they go suit up. In, in in plumber uniforms that are just available for that oh, are coveralls? just sitting there. I'm like, who in this, this world, world wears this? Is wearing this? Yes, that's what I want to know. <laughs> but okay, I love that it's color coded for you guys. You kind of been wearing these colors all all movie. Yeah, I love that. Like when the Goombas are coming for him, Big Bertha's like, okay, like I'll help you out, you know. And like put the cartridge in. They do this. They do that. And then it's like click your heels, heels together. together. Oh god. Yeah, it's like this. You could. The this is a Wizard of like, Oz. You see her kind of like she seems scary from afar initially, and she's kinda... she throws that old woman over the over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how they meet her. But yeah, so she seems super intimidating. But the the transit and of course she decks Mario. There's that whole sequence, and but the transition to like, but then they dance together and like. He steals There's the rock some romance, and you're like, is he going to end up leaving with her? Like, does he even care about his girl? He, he doesn't, doesn't know his business. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Which um, leads me to believe, even though he's a good stand-up guy, Mario, if Daniela wasn't there, what happens in this dimension stays in this dimension. Possibly. Possibly. For sure. Trust you, the fungus. Trust the fungus. Say. He would make sure that, you know, if there's any pipes need cleaning, he'll he'll handle He'll it. take care of us. Yes. I've, I've, 100%. I wondered if we were going to get one in before. I've, I had to. <laughs> this just, I had over. to. Uh so yeah, dude, they they devolve, they fucking save the day. Love those plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> they're so, so great. They're so dude, great just that, deliveries. That, There's dude, the kind of stuff that you can't bottle where I'm just like, I don't know that this plays for everybody. The but fact they're that just Herkinson is a Henriksen is a is a giant booger. That yes. like he comes up and out of whatever that backwards <laughs> alien shit is. But the fungus is sentient enough to know they're plumbers to, like, the first thing he says, like, oh, my God, that was terrible. Oh, those plumbers. Like, what? (laughs) What? And I love the fact that they're instantly, like, scrubbing down the Koopa signs as they're all celebrating. Yes. It's amazing, dude. Like, what a... You cannot... for Listen, I challenge anybody first to master time travel and then go back in time to 19... Was it 90? It's 90 or 93. Yes. Go back to 1993. Or 92. 92, yeah. Go back to 1992 when this, like gets, this. when this gets pitched. Somehow, you know, replace the directors and make a better first ever video game movie. Because this kicks it off. And not even two years later, we have one of the better ones that has stood up to me over the test of time with Mortal Kombat in, 20, in 95. The next big one I can think of after that is going to be the Laura Croft series, which, for what they were, they're all right. And then you get into Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And then you have a slew of, like, Yule Bowl, like, random, you know, let's just make them... Movies we yeah. would rather forget. Far Cry, kind of Blood Rain, all this kind of stuff. Pretend don't exist. Yeah. yeah. And then from then, though, I mean, you get to last year, which we talked about. You, you put out a Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, and the internet reacts, and they hate it. Mm-hmm. And for that studio to have the mindset of, all right, I hear you. Give me a minute. How do you like this? And for that movie to be what it was, I, I can only... You can't talk about Sonic the Hedgehog being a great movie that it was. It was, it, for me, you know, coming from Super Mario Brothers, Sonic is right there on the other side with Sega as their, like, main dude. Right. And... 
for this to be that launching pad. I can't imagine what someone who is my age, when I saw Super Mario Brothers, watching Sonic, and how much fun they get to have with that, right. from a just a good movie standpoint. Not to not to talk about like just all the things going on with it, what it could be, whatever, whatever. Just like you you can't you can't have video game movies like you have them now with something that is I I would give Sonic it would be in my top ten had I watched it, you know when I should have like. You can't do that now without having the Super Mario Brothers, the Mortal Kombat's, the Tomb Raiders, the Resident Evils, and all the ones we won't talk about. So I don't know where you go from here in terms of you were talking about what we would want to see. But yeah, I guess do you want to get you want to get into like favorites now? Oh, well, real quick, they save the day. <laughs> they come back in. Do you think they're fine? They're talking about them on Miraculous World. They de-evolve Scapelli into a chimp. It's wild. Yes. And, um, you know, essentially, you know, everything's all good. And as much as Luigi's like, oh, you know, it sucks. You're kind of leaving, going back to your own world. Not even, it could be probably like next weekend. She comes back in all like war torn and like steam's coming off from behind her. She's got this vest. I was like, you got to come back with me. And they just kind of look at each other like, all right. And then we, it's the sequel we never got. It's that dude. It's those. It's those John Carpenter endings that we yes, love, dude. Just it's like perfect. show me the next ten minutes of this movie. Yes. Where's it going? And dude, I'm not gonna. We're gonna need to talk about something really specific. I'm sure it's been done in other movies. This is the first post-credit mm-hmm. teaser that ever? I can think of ever in a movie. That's interesting. I can think. I mean, you know, there's, I, there's, there may be a better one somewhere earlier than this, but this, from my knowledge, I can't think of any other one where the credits have def- rolled. Definitely look that up. And at you some get, point. but you, I think you might be on something. Yeah. Fisher Stevens, you get Iggy and Spike pitching, pitching the Super the Koopa Super, Cousins. What would you call this? The Super Koopa Cousins. What I'm assuming what is I'm assuming is the Nintendo no, board, right? Yeah. So not only is it meta, yes. you, you honestly, if this movie was made. Now, being what we do with superhero movies and video game movies, you know that's where that's going. It's like, well, let's spin them off. Like, we'll get we get like two good right. movies out of this, but let's put this in the back pocket for later. If we're gonna make the Mario universe, we gotta have Spike and Iggy's own thing. Yeah, we gotta have the adventures of um, Toad and Yoshi and yeah. everybody. We didn't even talk about Yoshi. Yeah, interesting choice, but you know. yeah, they 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 could have made him green. I'm just saying. Yeah, they could. That was a thought, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you make him green. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways. Uh, yeah. Had a ton of fun with it. Glad everybody suggested that one. If you were, if you picked it because you were hoping we were going to like shit talk it. Sorry to Joke's disappoint. on you, motherfucker. Yes. Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Uh, great. Holds up as far as Hell we're yes. concerned. Total blast. Uh, but yes. So do you have a favorite yes. video game movie that comes to mind? And then do you have a game that you want to see adapted? Uh, my favorite video game movie that comes to mind, if I'm gonna be honest, really, it even though you have the Mary Sue in there, I really, really, really dig the second Resident Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse, that digs into the RE3, mm-hmm. Raccoon City, like ties those two in. I've always been kind of eh with the fact that they, and again, I can appreciate that it's it's all trying to be its own franchise, its own thing adjacent from the video games. I don't know how much of that is Capcom being like, hell no, you can't have the film rights to you know, Leon, Chris, and Jill, whatever. But I guess as they start making more and more money, Capcom's like, all right, well, you know, for a small fee, you can have a Chris Redfield or whatever. 
And that franchise has a lot of like problems with it towards the back end. But coming off of a really successful first movie and Resident Evil being what it was, to, you know, the second one, which is everything but amped up, all the promise that I get from the end of the first Resident Evil is there in Apocalypse. If I had to pick, that's probably my favorite video game movie that they've made thus far. I can't think of any other ones really, I mean, you know, that just kind of hit me on that mark. And that has a lot to do with the fact that Resident Evil is my favorite franchise. Right. Um, And this isn't my favorite pick. This isn't the pick by any means. But if I had my way, I would make them go back and make a true-to-form, sticking-to-the-canon Resident Evil with the stars team, Chris, Jill, Barry, all that. I heard an interesting take, and I'll shout this out, but they were talking, it was a Mortal Kombat review episode, it was on one of the Ringer podcasts, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about the worst video game movies, and they, you know, tried to suggest good ones, etc. But they got into talking about the Resident Evil movie franchise, Mm -hmm. and how, while it's not like a strict adaptation of the lore of those games, Mm -hmm. tonally, it is... Their their argument was essentially like Paul W S Anderson is hitting the tone of the cutscenes of a Resident Evil yes. game, which are ridiculous yes. and over the top and a little campy. Four, and five, and that. six, yes, yeah. And I can appreciate that because at this well, point, they the thing they pointed out was they were like, no, think about the pre-roll footage of the original game, the like the intro video and oh, how yeah, everybody live action. cheesy yeah, yeah that is they're like that's essentially the tone of those movies right blown up over time and i was like well that's actually a weird thing of thinking about like they've informed each other to the point that you a have way. a you have a right. laser room in the games now mm-hmm. you know which makes sense and to me my really my only complaint would be keep everybody from that franchise out of your movies Right. Just take, again, I can't say that honestly and do and, and like Apocalypse because there are plenty of characters from Jill to Carlos to the Nemesis, all that. Like, you know, that's great. But moving forward from Raccoon City, if you're going to go with like, you know, Alice has these crazy mind powers, don't give me anybody else from the games. Just make everybody their own thing. Like when Lyndon Ashby showed up as a dude in there, I'm like, he's not in any of these games, but I buy it. Yeah, cool. He can be in it. Cool. I don't care. Oh, it's gone worldwide now. They're not like just in cities. It's like the whole world is fucking crazy now. All right, cool. It's it's post-apocalyptic zombie now. What are we doing? Yeah. Just don't bring in anybody else from this this storied canon of video games and run all over the place. Go for it. Um, but if I had to make one, I would make a I that was your pick, but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> if I ahead. could make one right now, carte blanche with the budget. Do whatever I want. I am making a Tenchu Stealth Assassin video game movie. I think that's an excellent choice. Just, I, I have to. I don't know. I get, obviously, I get a really, really, really talented unknown. I mean, you're more likely to see a Ghost of Tsushima right. movie at this point. Just for cultural mind share. I don't know if Tenchu has enough name recognition it does to get a straight adaptation no it doesn't and i mean that pretty much tenchu has gone the way of uh ooh, what is it the one that just came out that's dark souls like um seppu sekiro sekiro yeah like that team from tenchu made that one and then some of them obviously made ghost of Tsushima, which has all the elements of tenchu and i love but it's that core story of 
an orphan samurai with like a code to his his master, you know, the female samurai who like, you know, doesn't know her place in society, but is also like decisions she kills. And that game playing both a male and female campaign, it's weird that games don't have this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like you had a male female campaign on Tenchu and Resident Evil. And both of the events of those storylines informed the other in separate ways. It, it made it worth playing through twice, you know, to the point that, like, at the end, if you're playing her, okay, well, you fought all this time and, and nobody, you, you saved the nobody's girl. Nobody's really done it in film form yet. There's episodes of television that right. do it, but it's like, it would be really cool to, like, see a, a Resident Evil 2 comes to mind, but literally, like, hey, first movie, here's Claire, like, you know, or Jill. No, Claire. Claire Claire's in the second a, one, Jill in the first one. Right. Yes, and then that's the whole movie, played end to end, mm-hmm. and simultaneously you're shooting the Leon version, right. and that comes out six months later. Yeah, and then on DVD you pair them together, or you do an ultimate cut that interweaves the two stories, mm-hmm. and you got a different a third bite at the apple. Right. I think it could be really cool. I mean, didn't we? I mean, we've already. And the thing is, we've already come to the point where we can do something like Bandersnatch, and, where you can pick me, and choose. Fair, they are rebooting Resident Evil as we speak. You the are mo- aware of this, the movie franchise. There, yes, and and it is meant to be much more faithful, from what I understand. And nobody the from the previous the, stuff is attached to it. From everything I have seen, no. Okay, good. It is. They're they're giving it a, another go. You know, and you know what? You don't even have to make more movies, dude. You can make Resident Evil the first the events of the first thing a, a 6 7 8 8 long miniseries. They have tons of animated yeah. movies out already. I don't need you to give me more movies. You could break it See, down. I think there's a way to do I think there's a way to take 4 as inspiration. Yeah. And not do a straight adaptation, not even that it has to be Leon. Mhm. But that concept of just like Dude in a foreign country, sent on a, like, kind of a classic action movie task of, like, it's the president's daughter, right? Yes, yeah. I gotta get the president's daughter back. And you don't even have to make it that high stakes. Yeah. Because I feel like those sort of things are less and less believable. Just, no, just make, the it the, era, make it but, the company you work for, and you don't know the company name. Oh, the company happens to be Umbrella Incorporated. Sure. Boom. But that whole, just, like, arriving in that village, there's something up with the townsfolk. Okay, I really don't know what's going on here. And then stumbling into the deeper, like, lore of Salazar and, like, all of that yes. stuff. I feel like, but doesn't even have to be connected to the video game. I'm just saying, I think that would be a cool action horror movie. Right. If just done with that plot line, essentially. Mm-hmm. But don't even, you don't even have to call it Resident Evil. You call it Biohazard, for all like, I care. Yeah, call it, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um... But yeah, Tenchu, I would get a, a really solid, like, somebody who's produced, like, beautiful, beautiful, like, art house style stuff. Because I would want to incorporate, like, just the imagery I remember from that game. And, like, it, I mean, no one's gone back and touched it up. It's kind of lost to time, but it is, like, one of my favorite games of all time. I played that over and over that summer we spent in North Carolina. Yeah. And, like, I watched The Professional a lot as I was <laughs> playing that. So I was in this weird, like, I could totally be an assassin. Right. For like a whole summer. And then I was like, I oh, know I can't do that. Like, it's not going to happen. I, I, I can't speak French. I've never even shot a gun. What am I going to do? And you're like, and you eventually discover that like most actual assassins and hitmen look like the guy who 
Leon was killing in the opening <laughs> yes, of the professional, yes, yes. not like Jean Reno. <laughs> Richard, yeah, the guy that uh, Shannon plays, Richard Kuklinski. Yes, they look like that. They, they look, look like, like the Iceman. Yes. That's what they look like. Or, um, or what's his face from uh, Black Mass? Yeah. Uh, he's in the movie, you, your favorite movie, this last year. My favorite. Clemens. Oh, yes. Like, they look like Jesse Clemens yeah. from Black Mask. That's what they look Or from like. Breaking Bad for them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, There's no beauty. <laughs> I, movie-wise, like, just sheer quality, I think I gotta go Silent Hill. Yeah. Like, stands as just a solid horror movie. I wasn't crazy about the sequel, but it's honestly, like, not, it's still one of the better Video game adaptation. Looking, yes. Yes. I don't like story. that they jumble all the bits and pieces of the story from 1, 2, and yeah. 3. But looking why And the only problem I have with Silent Hill is Pyramid Head. I just don't... What about him? I don't think you need to put him in the movie because it has nothing to do with that story. I know, but it's it's iconic to the... And I think I think that first one was made with a thing that we, we talked about the most recent Mortal Kombat benefited from was confidence in like we're gonna get to do more of these i feel like that first silent hill movie is very kitchen sink and like we want to get as much iconography from the games smushed in here as possible right because we may not get to do it again it has that energy to it so yeah i agree that that the pyramid head angle doesn't fully like make sense but it's also like if it hadn't been in there that's some of the you know some of the creepiest imagery that's some of what like is effective scare wise in that movie and we're uh, we're we're but we're together and united on this that like we're saying this but we ultimately agree that like double dragon is the best video game movie <laughs> oh, ever made, my right? jo- i i totally messed up my joke was i was going to straight face tell you that max Payne is actually my favorite and i was going to be completely joking because what you guys had a layup to just you yeah. had a, a perfect alley oop to just slam dunk a movie mm-hmm. and you shit the bed completely. Yes. What a terrible adaptation. Yes. You could have done a shot for shot remake adaptation of that video game in the tone and style of it. That's the other thing is I was like You could have been Sin City before I was Sin like, City was you're Sin just City. Just a few years away from Sin City. You couldn't have looked to that for inspiration. Like Oh yeah, it is hell? after that. Yeah. Just complete missed opportunity. Terrible casting. Um, Marky Mark was not on his best day. And to be frank, I'm sorry, Mila Kunis does not make sense as Mona Sachs. It just didn't no, work. Not at I all. love Mila Kunis. Did not work no. in that movie. Uh, we also agree that Street Fighter is one of the best as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Rahulia's last performance? Uh, Street Fighter is a, definitely another nostalgia soft spot, but that is one that I can also look at and be like, this is shit. But it is enjoyable shit. Yes. That is a bad movie, though. That is Oh, very, it's fucking terrible. Very bad movie. Compared to Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, it looks like Citizen Kane compared to Street Fighter, the movie. Well, I think Mortal Kombat did its, took it took a lot of inspiration. Like, God, that was shit, because Mortal Kombat's a year after it. So we so it goes Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Kombat? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I see, I thought Kombat beat them to the punch, but. <laughs> no. <laughs> I see All right, we can't there. do better than that. <laughs> That's a great um, way to end it. Well, what, what, what video game would you want to make into I a mean, movie? This is literally this is so juvenile, but I just, and it's like the I don't getaway. Know, I don't know why I want to like keep him in this like box that I've formed for him in my head, but I'm like, but dude, you like play into the image 
every time that you announce a new project, I'm like, this is how I see you and this is what I want you to do. But it's very simple. I just want Hotline Miami, the movie, mm-hmm. directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Okay. Tell the exact same story as those games. Do it. Like, literally tell it verbatim. The plot that is in those games is the most surreal, violent, crazy, action-packed, fantastic game I've ever played. I love both of those. But you do the first one outright, it's probably going to get an NC-17, I would imagine. But, yeah. you know, it's going to happen. You release the unrated cut on home video. Um, and... And then you have a perfect setup for two, which goes... Did you play through both of those? No. They were... The gameplay itself, I feel like you would eventually get hooked on and you'd get sucked into it. Even though, from a gameplay perspective, it's really not for you. It's like a top-down? It's a a, top-down... Like a GTA 2, 1, 2? Yes, but on crack cocaine. It is like so fast-paced, it's one-hit kills. If you get shot, you're dead. And it's all, it's, it's a Twitch shooter essentially, but in top-down format. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, like, you will get addicted to trying to get, like, a high score. And it's one of those, the reset is, like, immediate. So it's like, if you get killed, you can jump back immediately. The best soundtrack to any video game, period. You will absolutely love it. And just from a story perspective, dude, it is, li- it's like... People, at, at the time, people were like, this is like if David Lynch directed Drive. Okay. So, that's why I say get NWR to direct it, obviously. It's totally in his wheelhouse. But yeah, dude, you have got to play those games. I don't know I like, I like don't know why I haven't yelled at you about them for forever. You would absolutely love them. They're the most... The first one in particular is the most 80s thing like ever. But again, 80s mixed with the aesthetic of like drive and a fucked up david lynch nightmare version of like humanity it's 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 the best those are my favorite games in recent memory one and two um with like metal gear five up there as well but that's probably my favorite game of all time speaking of which i hope that movie is good i I hope it is really hope that movie is good i do too and everything i've heard from the director he's like Americanizing this, quote unquote, blockbusterizing this would be pointless. He was like, I like Kojima's a genius. I want to bring that level of sincere, committed weirdness. Yes. That this franchise has always had. I want to bring that into a mega budget action thriller for American audiences. I want to bring in that that thing that probably holds a lot of people back from fully engaging with some of his games and like finishing death stranding for instance and stuff like that. But I, they, they seem like their heads are in the right place. I think Oscar Isaac is a fantastic choice for snake. I still think he should have been Nathan Drake before he was snake, but you know, whatever Tom Holland, I guess I'm reserving judgment. I have semi high hopes for that one comes out later this year. If I'm not mistaken. The, uh... the Uncharted movie with Tom Holland. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. As young Nathan Drake. I don't know why he needs to be young. I don't know why we're starting from there. Well, I, I think am glad it's are... not Marky Mark, because that I think was originally who it was supposed to games be. Games are so cinematic now that you have to do something to, like, distance yourself from them. So making it younger 
would play into if you give me a story as a younger Nathan Drake, then I can go play these games and be like connective tissue. I mean, there is young Nate in the games. There's flashback sequences in yeah. there. So it's I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do with it. I think it has the highest chance to be really solid, but I also am like I and they're doing the HBO version of The Last of Us. I personally why the fuck do you want to adapt the best storytellers in the medium? Like, I think that's an arguable personally, and you can debate me with like RPGs or something else you want to throw at me, but I think Naughty Dog are the best cinematic oh, storytellers yeah, 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 yeah. in video games right now. To the point where I was like, what's so special about The Last of Us was like, that game ended on a note that to me you could never do in a movie or on television. They just would not let you do that. Right. And it does it, and it has the balls to do it, and it ends... I'm not even talking about, like, the climax. I'm talking about literally the last seconds of that game is just a tone and a moment you would never be able to have as the end point in any other medium. Right. And that's why it's so powerful. And the idea of trying to adapt the, again, the sincerity and the gravitas of that game... I would be scared to attempt to do it because, but I, there's also a huge portion of the population that does not play any of this shit. Right. And we'll see, that's my thing is like, if, if we're going to get to the point where like we are, you know, glitching the matrix and we can jack into a, uh, you know, whatever game in the future, whatever, this is going to be the blending of the medium. You're going to have to figure out a way to have people who are like, well, those are you playing with your no, I don't a controller, whatever, you know. In order to get to, you know, the back to the future we wanted, would you ever play that with your hands? It's like a baby's, <laughs> baby's toy. toy. You know? Like in order to get to that, we're Shut gonna fuck up, Frodo. My base, dude. <laughs> what? It's Elijah Wood. That is Frodo. It's like a baby's toy. Yeah, forget about that. I don't know if he has the line or the other kid has the line, but yeah. he's in the scene. Yeah. Know. But like in order to get there, you're gonna have to be able to show him because you're saying I wouldn't want to attempt it. If that is what it is, if I get the chance to do that, I'm going balls with the wall. I'm trying to make it stick because there's an off chance that it does work and they do let you do that. And you say, no, you hired me to adapt this game. This is what is in this game. Watch it. You can see all the clips on YouTube. Watch how it ends. You don't have the investment because you haven't played it. But guess what? You watch what I've given you and you will have the closest thing to having an investment having not sat down and played this thing all the way through. Mm-hmm. And if I can deliver on that, then guess what? Any other kind of game that's on that level, people will realize, hey, okay, there is an interactive element to this, to caring, but these games are already so cinematic, they kind of write themselves. That, well, the, to the point where I'm like, why is the instinct to adapt the ones that are already trying to be movies, essentially? Right. Why, like because life but, imitates art, Nolan. But I understand. Also, it's like Last of Us Two is one of the most profitable games and one of the biggest games on the PS4. It makes sense to like that franchise has been a critical darling in a way that like video games have constantly been trying to break through to that other level or be accepted or whatever that even means by the world at large or or movies or whatever and, other well, like, mediums we want to here's my about, thing but. the thing that i don't understand if you want to do that and you're trying to adapt these things 
there's a whole series that like lends itself to that. That's perfect. It's Call of Duty. You literally Which could take it. They've been struggling to do an adaptation of right. for like a decade now. Exactly. Right? You literally pull it out of first. You, you know what? Hardcore Henry. It make it all first person if you have to. But you put me in the seat of a guy going through those missions, and you tell a a pretty neat. I mean, my whole thing that why I love modern warfare was okay. Yeah, online. Just before I even played online video games, was the story behind like, oh, here's this guy. Who like it, like when um, when you get double crossed by the general and it's like well he's double crossing you because four years ago in the first game there was a nuke that got dropped on his own men in the desert. Well, I played that part of that story. Right. He's double crossing you to make it look like it's your unit that's <laughs> fucking up, and you're like oh my god crazy shit right to the point that the third one is like okay we've been fully invaded by people and we're gonna it's like. Wolverines, we got We got to fight back on our own soil. You telling me that you couldn't make a movie out of that in 120 minutes of a story that spans like that with one good? I mean, it, you got Ryan Reynolds, you got Tr- Krasinski, you got Pratt. You couldn't do that in either a first-person formula or like you know, just stuck with him most of the thing. Like do a do a 19 uh, 1917 modern day. Person. No, no, no. 1917, just like that. Follow the one dude through this one specific turning point battle of an overall war. If you want to take a cut, you cut to a cutscene, flashback, whatever, of how we got to where we're at, and then you end the movie. And that's that. If the mission's successful, they win the day. If it's not, we don't know. And you, you, hey, did he get there in time or did he not? And then you're done. And if you want to know, you got to come back for a sequel. It's that simple. So get on it, yeah. studio people. Okay. I think we can table that. We definitely will have more video game movies to discuss in the future. But that was a review of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs>